Welcome to a side dish of the Pizzeria and Enzo show with a six minute cook time served with topics from the food service world like supply chain, procurement and purchasing, marketing and sales for products like coffee, beef and seafood served up by friends most likely to know the real deal. Let's start the timer. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to the next serving of the six minute cook time from the Pizzeria and Enzo show. I am as always glad to be here with Doug, the food guy. Doug, tell hey, us, uh, catch it. Hey man, catch us up on what you told us last week. Based off of this week's knowledge, red skin potatoes are being harvested. Crop is looking good. Uh, they're making diced and mashed potatoes as quickly and as hard as they can. The traditional potato crop will start sometime in July. It's running a few weeks behind because they were late getting the potatoes into the ground due to uh, excess cold. So they're running a little bit behind. The expectation is that they will be a good crop this year. Not an excellent crop, but a good crop. And with that being said, once we get through the September, October timeframe, we should have enough potatoes in storage to supply the industry demand unless something goes sideways. So that's all good news. Supply chain in general, which is uh, some new information I just learned this week. If you look at the last 10 years of trucks running up and down the road, about 91% of the available, depending on what cut you're using or what size potato you're using, you could have some supply issues. So start looking for some subs now. If you're not looking for subs, you need to be because you're gonna have a problem with something uh, in the next couple of months because like I say, they're just now starting to pull the new crop out and we're running very tight and very close on French fried potatoes right now. Be flexible because one blip in the road or one pothole and you're gonna be out of stock for the next four to six weeks. So just kind of, Stay close to that and be aware that we're getting out of this, but we're going to need a little more patience to get us through the next four to six weeks. For the last 10 years, when you look at trucks, trucks on the highway, the capacity of the trucks that are available, about 91% of them were being used at any one time. I know that sounds a little strange, but that means that a truck has an opportunity to go into an oil change. You can have some service done. The drivers get to change out. Uh, so that's, that's a good thing. So you only want you know, a certain amount of that being used every day. Right now, we're in excess of 98% of the truck's capacity being used, which is not a good thing because now you're running into preventive maintenance issues, you're running into tires blowing out, you're missing appointments because there just isn't enough turnaround time to keep the trucks maintained. And to add insult to that, uh, a lot of the products are coming from the West Coast such as potatoes, and most of them ride on rail cars, whether multiple different size rail cars, whether it be uh, one that holds 80,000 pounds or 120,000 pounds, whichever one it is, there's, there's multiple sizes. Uh, they also were running at about 90% industry standard for the last 10 years. Right now, they're at 100%, which means there are no cars available. And that's putting additional pressures on the trucks. So trucks cost more to move product from the West Coast to the East Coast. 
So you got more calls, less availability, and this is just a, uh, a recipe for disaster because you're one blown tire or one breakdown away from missing a very crucial timestamp. Awesome, thank you, Doug. Uh, that leads us directly into a different crop uh, called, uh, some people call them in Georgia, they call them pecans and, uh, or pecans. And here in South Carolina, we call them both sometimes. Uh, Miss uh, Stephanie Stuckey, who is the CEO of the Stuckey's company. Yay. Oh, really? Got, oh, I do have a log roll here. <laughs> This is our new packaging. Isn't it beautiful? Oh, good. Oh, look at that. That and is look sharp. look at this. It's like a little seal. Yeah, oh, it the, does. The little uh, wax seal on the end. That's awesome. So beautiful. That is. <laughs> are you guys, are you making that at your own facility now? Uh, so we cannot handle the volume for all the conlog rolls that are being made. So we do have a independently owned company right down the road from our candy plant that is helping us produce the log rolls. Um, and they come by our candy plant almost every week and we give them the ingredients. So it's our ingredients, our recipe, um, and our two companies have worked together forever. We're about 90, I think we're 80, we're over 80% of his business. Oh, so wow. it's almost like a little, he's almost like a subsidiary of ours. We've been working together. So yeah, we do have help making that. But having said that, it is 100% our recipe, our formula, our product, even our nuts, even our pecans. You say that you're making your own candy now. Thinking about the supply chain part of the world and, and you getting the pecans from, yeah. from your farmers, what's going on in that world? Can you give us a couple of minutes from a business perspective about that part of your world? Well, that's the wonderful thing about the local food movement, and I'm so grateful to be a part of that movement, is that we're not sourcing from halfway across the world. We're not dependent on these exorbitant shipping container costs. We don't have to wait forever for something to get from another country. We're not paying tariffs. We're sourcing direct from local farmers, many of whom are in a short driving distance. They come by a shelling plant and sell us loads of fresh harvest pecans. And most of our ingredients are fairly locally sourced too, but certainly the US, our chocolate, our sugar, it's domestically sourced. So we're, we, of course we've experienced some problems like everyone, but nowhere to the extent that you will see with companies that are dependent more on a global marketplace. And, and I'm not anti-global trade, but just for our brand and what we do, and, and when you're talking about food, I think it's really important that you know where your food comes from. And I can tell you, we know where our food comes from at Stuckey's. And our packaging no. is domestic too. Our, this packaging comes from a company based in North Carolina. This packaging is from a company based outside of Atlanta, in Georgia. And I'm, I know our corrugated cardboard comes from Albany, Georgia. You know, Albany. You probably are selling to the Albany Candy Company. You know, ACC distributors down there. <laughs> I don't know them. We work with Pratt Industries in Albany. That, that's our cardboard company. Gotcha. They're primarily a food service distributor now, ACC, uh, down in Albany. And, uh, but that's what they originally, that's what the ACC stands for, is Albany Candy Company. Awesome. Yeah, cool. I guess so I get to know them. Well, we, we can make the introductions. We do that sort of stuff. 
Stephanie, thank you for, for being with us today. It was so fun to meet you. Uh, one of the things I wanted to, to ask you is uh, go, going forward, is there any thoughts you'd want to put out there into the, into the universe, into our little universe, uh, going forth about how, how people can support uh, Stuckies through buying your products? What are your thoughts on that as, as we finish up here? Well, thank you. And it's been a delight having this conversation. So I really appreciate you having me on as your guest. I've, I've got some easy ask, which are just follow me on social media, because the more people we have following, the more it establishes our brand and helps us when we're trying to land a big account to say, look, I've got 100,000 LinkedIn followers, which by the way, I am at 90,000. So I really want to hit that 100,000 mark. Yeah. So follow me on LinkedIn. Follow Stucky's on LinkedIn. I am on Twitter and Instagram is at Stucky Stop. So those are easy. Just follow me. I do my best to follow back. Sometimes I get a little behind, but I will usually follow you back unless you look like a bot. So don't look like a bot. Put a real photo there and let me know who you are. The other thing is certainly buy our product. If you go in a store, by all means, I would love it if you buy more pecan log rolls. They really do make you happy. Or if you see a store, if you've got a local store that you really like, say, I'd love to see you carry pecan log rolls. And all they have to do is go to stuckies.com. There's a link on our website for wholesalers. So if you are a wholesaler listening and want to carry our product, I've actually had a couple of wholesale uh, retail stores just go on our website and buy a bunch of our product. And we can usually flag those accounts and we'll call them and say, it looks like you're a store. You're buying five cases of log rolls. <laughs> so look for the link that says wholesale accounts. Click there and we will personally get you our wholesale pricing, our wholesale catalog, and make sure that you get in that channel for us. And then you can also just buy our product online at stuckies.com. So there's always you can support us anywhere from following to buying our product. Stephanie, thank you. And, and uh, we will look forward to talking to you in the future. Good, good luck. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers.